Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday. And man, I'm feeling this Friday. What's going on, Max? Yeah, happy Friday. It's uh, uh, had an interesting first day of baseball. Um, you know, we uh, saw a, a beer man hit a game-winning uh, shot to uh, to win the game for the Diamondbacks on uh, National Beer Day. So, congratulations to Beer Man. Uh, he's forever my hero, and plus, I bet on the Diamondbacks, and that was a nice plus line. So, there you uh, go. beer beer for everyone. Dot dot dot. I'm not buying beer for anyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Cash bar. What's going on, Panther? Oh man, plus lines were hitting yesterday. So the rookie, soon to be sensation, Bobby Witt Jr., did his impersonation of a beer man, roping one for you know a uh, two run. I don't know what that ended up being a double, but uh, yeah, Bobby Witt Jr. and the Royals got us another plus line win, right, Arch? Yeah, they did. They did, and uh, it feels like Grinky never left. He's back home. He pitched. He pitched pretty damn well and uh, didn't get the win. I'm, you know what? I'm scared to death of Bieber. Bieber, unless we want to give all the credit to the Royals, Bieber went five innings and only got one strikeout. That makes me a little nervous. He's on my fantasy team. Oh, yeah. You better be scared. So, yeah. But other than the plus lines were hitting, the Reds hit, the Royals hit, the D backs hit. Uh, be interesting to see if we're on any plus lines today. Yeah, yeah I, I was about to say, yeah, you know, with all those plus lines I hit on day one, let's temper expectations for day two. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got you got to remember that these are series, right? I mean, these these yeah. are th- you know typically three four game series, most of the time three game series, and. <sighs> I, I we don't cashed wanna, out. Those three series. That we, yeah, we cashed I, I, out. Yeah, that's, that's my point. Is it's like sometimes it's just like take the money and run. Sometimes you just kind of like it's like don't double dip. Take the money and run. Don't go chasing waterfalls. These are things that you would know if you download and listen to every single episode. We've but we've been through baseball now for a couple seasons, and and we've we've learned a lot. I hope I know Panthers learned a lot. I could say that uh, of what to do, what not to do. So we, when we do get to baseball in a little bit, it'd be interesting to see if we listen to those uh, that that mantra of ours or we fall into stupid traps. But before we get there, Arch, I sent you an article: best and worst baseball movies of all time. There it is up on the screen. Okay, so before we get to the list, Panther, what's the best baseball movie of all time? In your opinion. In my in my most humble opinion, it is Field of Dreams. Arch. Yeah, it's hard to argue. I do like Field of Dreams. It's a little uh melodramatic, but it is it is pretty pretty damn good. Major League probably is my favorite though. My favorite isn't even on this list. Eight men out. Oh yeah, John Sayles, classic. Fucking love that yeah, movie. That's a great one. It's so fucking good. And again, much to the field of dreams, like kind of over melodrama. You got John Cusack making fucking stupid faces at the camera and, and whatever. But great fucking baseball movie, really entertaining. But let's look at this list because there are some great ones on this list as well. Yeah, let's go through it. Uh, home runs, Major League. Okay. This is the, Major guess, League. These are good movies. Sandlot. Mm-hmm. Bad News Bears. Great. Natural. Classic. Oh, you mm-hmm. want to talk about melodramatic? Here we go. Natural. Mm-hmm. Bull Durham. Oh, fantastic. All right. Moneyball. Field of we'll Dreams. And Sugar. I never saw Sugar. I haven't did seen you guys Sugar. See sugar? No. Did not see Sugar. I don't even know what that's about. It's about a Domin- Dominican Republic baseball. That organization. could be a hell of a story. I, you know, there's a lot I'm, of stories coming out of there. I'm 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 interested in seeing that now. I I'm really, I guess it came out like a, over a decade ago. Ne- never saw that one, so uh, definitely you can watch on YouTube. That's what it's saying. It's watching YouTube. 
So, uh, yeah, just running through this list, right? I mean, ma- Major League, hard to argue that Major League isn't probably the most enjoyable of those baseball movies. Uh, Bull Durham, probably a close second, but I think the zaniness of Major League and, and the, you know, um, the just the madcap fucking nature of, of what was going on there. I remember being a kid and seeing it and, you know, like, Really anticipating when, when they were finally going to uh, rip the uh, the uh, the bra off of the uh, the cardboard cutout the of owner. the owner. You yeah. know, <laughs> I was just like I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I do this. Um, uh, some great performances. I mean, you know, uh, pre uh, Tiger Blood winning uh, uh, Charlie Sheen. Um, yeah. You had Wesley Snipes who then got replaced. You got the fucking uh, the Allstate guy playing fucking uh, uh, you know uh, fuck you Joe Boo. You know, it was just again just. <laughs> A really fun overall movie. You got like the veterans on the team. You get the the young guys like fucking. It's, it just overall, I think, encapsulates the fun uh, aspect of baseball. And you've Bull got Durham, Bob, Bob Uecker looking over the whole thing. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And then with with Bull Durham, it's it's that whole look at uh, minor league baseball, and that's that's fucking fun because that that shit is wild. Um, bad news bears, hard to argue I'm in this generation. There, there is. There show is it to your no kids. Show it to your no, kids yeah. tonight. If you if you don't know anything about it, you've got to show it to your kids tonight. Just watch it with them. God, I I couldn't even imagine. I can't even imagine like like. Like I watched this as a kid all the fucking time. My my parents were okay with this shit. Like I mean, like I, got, I mean, I turned out fine, but still, like I'm doing a, a, a sport a sports betting degeneracy podcast with two guys I've never met before, so I'm doing fine. Yeah, right? you're doing great, and you can watch a a young a young pitcher, you know, played by Tatum O'Neill, who grows up to fight John McEnroe in real life. So that's a fair point. Uh, what 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 are your takes on these Panther? Any any standouts other than uh, Field of Dreams? Well, you know, my I think my take on this list really is not the what the names that are on there, but the names that were omitted. We were talking, you know, pre-show about uh, the the movies that weren't on this list. There was the uh, Angels in the Outfield, uh, the two rookie movies, the Cubs one, and the I can't think of the guy's name, but uh, the Tampa Bay pitcher, the forty-year-old, and then another one that just came to my mind. One of my favorites. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but fucking bench warmers. I love <laughs> bench warmers. It's been a long time since I've seen bench warmers. I'm, I'm gonna have to check it out again. He must be twelve. <laughs> and not quite baseball, but uh, I, you know, I, I love that uh, Ralph Macchio uh, Artie Lang softball movie. You what know what I'm talking about? It's beer league. It's just it's called like beer league. Yeah. Something, something, where yeah, it's, it's, I think it's called beer league. Let me let me check that out. Um, beer league. You're not going to get in trouble movies. on Twitter for getting a movie name wrong. Yeah, yeah, be, beer. Yeah, I know. <laughs> beer league with with Artie Lang, Ralph Macchio. That that's a fucking fun one. It's a wild time. It's, it's not not like anything great but i mean Artie lang had this stretch of of him working on movies and pissing off howard stern because he was like the 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 support on howard stern and he was just like go film fucking movies it was this and dirty work and howard stern's like he's what the fuck you're you're neglecting your duties for these pieces of shit yeah Artie lang wrote yeah he would he was rotating between going to rehab trying to kill himself doing the stern show and making movies Great, great, great life right there. Uh, Moneyball, <laughs> you have this on the screen, Art. You got words about Moneyball. Hey, Moneyball is a good movie. I'm not going to lie. I love it. I love the movie, but it is a complete work of fiction, right? Right? The way they focus. Some, yeah, some certain omissions. Yeah, right, right. I mean, the Moneyball paints Billy Bean as his genius building this team based on numbers for his offense. We kind of neglect the fact in the movie that Tim Hudson, Barry Zito, Mark Mulder were the starting three pitchers for, for uh, the A's that season. And what do they have? Like a collective three ERA? 
Yeah, they. I mean, you're, all three of them, I think, were in the Cy Young candidacy yeah, right. in the same in the same season. Yeah, right. Yeah. So there's a little little omission there in the story. But yeah, I mean, we're just ranking movies. So if you if you don't know who was supposed to be on that team, and you just watch the movie for what it is, it really is a good movie. It could have been two hours longer, honestly. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It's Billy Bean is still waiting to win the last game of the season. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How about the shitty ones? Mr. 3000 with Bernie Ooh, Mac. That was, a, that was an interesting one. The Major League 2 and 3 sequels. Yeah, not, not very good. Not very good, but not terrible. I don't think they're awful. They're watchable. I've never seen the third one. I've never gotten around to it. Uh, the third one was the Back to the Miners, I yeah, think it was. Yeah, yeah, It was with the Buzz or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Summer Catch. I have never seen Summer Catch. I don't know what this is. Jessica I have no Peel. idea. I've never heard of it. Uh, the Scout. I have seen The Scout, unfortunately. Uh, Brendan Fraser and uh, Albert Brooks. Ed from 1996. Matt LeBlanc trying to break out of his friend's career. Did he have a monkey with him? Yeah, it's about he, a monkey, right? He, he, did he take Ross's monkey with him and he decided to go play play some fucking uh, baseball? Was he that and the it? monkey both were jerking off to Jennifer Aniston in the movie. <laughs> so I, was, was there... Was, uh, was fucking... Um, BJ and the Bear was that a fucking show with yeah. a, with a fucking monkey right. like going on adventures and stuff like that? Is that the same monkey? It might be Clyde from any which way, any which way but loose. <laughs> if we're gonna start getting loose, loose with the affiliation of baseball. Do we start putting in uh, basketball as, as well, a baseball movie? Then that'd be the greatest baseball movie ever made. I just ever, I just there's no comparison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the love of the game is the last one on here. Um, Sam, yeah, is that Sam Raimi? Yeah. Uh, it is. It is a sappy fucking. You know, it's uh, but it's not bad. Like I, I mean, there's moments of it. There's moments of it that I don't fucking hate. Um, you yeah, know, Kevin, Kevin Costner puts in a solid performance. But you know, you know, you know, the problem is like it kind of felt like for the love of the game. Uh, it was like at a time period where Kevin Costner just did Tin Cup as well. Yes. And Tin Cup was so much better of, <laughs> of you know, like, just like it was, it was like, okay, it's, it's a similar like aged kind of athlete and trying to like do one last thing. And it's like, but Tin Cup was just more enjoyable. Uh, you guys have seen that Tin Cup? Oh yeah. Yeah. Rene Russo. Yeah. Right. And Don Johnson. Yeah, the the fucking end of it yeah. is just—it's so fucking good. <laughs> and, oh, and who's who's is it? Um, oh fuck, who, who's who's playing as Caddy? Um, oh Jesus. shit, I have no—I don't remember that far. I don't uh, remember that. Yeah, uh, it'll come to me. But but anyway, um, I don't know. For the love of the game, eh, it's 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 sappy as shit, but it's not terrible. For the love of the game, just for you kids out there watching, this is by the same director as Doctor Strange Two. Just so you know. They did a little little thing called Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, that has fucking to be good, Raimi. Right? Did, oh my god! I know. He, isn't needed, that wild? he needed a paycheck. What he a needed weird a fucking choice. paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Enough of this shit. Let's get some baseball bets in. All right. We have Let's a few real minutes. fucking things. We do. Yeah, we can get through a couple of games here. Baseball. We uh, got. Still starting off slow here. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to you know fucking just spend all my money on baseball. Let's start this uh, Chicago White Sox Detroit Tigers game. Uh, interesting opening series. You know, White Sox were the leader of the AL Central Pack last year. But, I mean, Detroit made huge strides as well. A young, competitive team. I think they're going to be a thorn in the White Sox side all season. On the mound for Chicago's Lucas Giolito. Uh, 
kind of mixed bag of a season in 2021 at times looked like an ace other times just was yeah but still i think he i think he's an important piece of this white Sox rotation uh eduardo rodriguez is going to be the detroit starter he come coming from boston he spent his whole career in boston uh you know uh, kind of had a down season last year, but still was was integral to that Boston uh, rotation. So it'll be interesting to see if he fits in with Detroit. I think the expectations are high for both teams, right? In, in just different capacities. The real pressure's on the White Sox. The White Sox have to win. It, it is kind of like this expectations of them getting to the World Series. In game one, I think they meet those expectations here. So a $10 bet on Chicago. Yeah, I, World Series uh, expectations for the White Sox and just, you know, realizing what you were in the second half of the season and building on that uh, with a lot of the rookies coming up for the Tigers. Spencer Torkelson is their uh, high-priced first baseman. A lot of hype on this kid. Their uh, pitching rotation seems to be set. They need Casey Mize to fall into place. But for this game, I agree with you. I think the White Sox and Giolito get it done. I just didn't want to lay that much. Trust me, I'm laying some chalk today. I didn't want to lay it on this game. So I'll lean the White Sox. I'm going to jump on the opposite side and take the Tigers here. I think there's enough value with that plus 123 in that range right there to warrant a bet. I know the line's moving in the wrong direction. It's moving in your favor, moving against me. I still think I, th- I think the Tigers are out to make some noise this season against the White Sox especially. So I'm going to put my 10 bucks on the Tigers. Yeah, I, listen, I mean, you, we, we saw this yesterday. The home teams were, were ready to go. Uh, the fucking uh, yeah, I, I was worried about the Cubs. I even said I'm, I'm betting against the Cubs here, but I'm worried about fading the fucking Cubs in opening day in Wrigley. They're, as shitty as they've always, you know, as they've been over the last couple of seasons, they're still holding home field, you know, so maybe Detroit shows up as well. I don't know. I, I, I like the White Sox in this one. Uh, another one that I'm on Seattle and Minnesota. If you download and listen to every single episode, you would know for years I have shit on the Seattle Mariners. And I am loath to admit that last year they were actually not a complete shit fest. Still, I, I don't think highly of this team. As for the Twins, they appear to be a team that is doing kind of a quick rebuild, right? Trying to compete in a winnable AL Central. If the first half goes well, I think they will be buyers at the deadline. Conversely, I think they could also be sellers if they don't get uh, some you know wins in that first half as well. Um, looking at the starting pitch for the Twins, Joe Ryan. You guys know anything about him? Um, no. yeah, great rookie, huge right. number, strikeout guy. Yeah, yeah, came from came from Tampa in that Nelson Cruz trade. Mm. So a uh, lot of expectations for this kid to shine. Going to be matching up against uh, Panthers' best friend. Reigning Cy Young Award winner Robbie Ray moves from Toronto over to Seattle. Huge, huge boost to that front end of rotation for the Mariners. I think this is going to be a good game. I think it's going to be, you know, a competitive one. But ultimately, I have the Twins pulling out the win. So $10 bet on Maxi's Minnesota Twins. Uh, this is one of the four games that I'm on today. And, you know, much like the futures bet when we looked at the Twins, I felt like Vegas was kind of scaring me away from it. The number was kind of low. And here we are with a game that I think Minnesota should be favored by much more than minus 115. It feels just to me, it just feels off. Like the Mariners could actually go in there and win this opening game. I, this, the first couple of weeks are going to be telling for me as, as if I'm right on the Twins. Vegas is telling me we're wrong, Max. Uh, but I'm with you on this one. I think the Twins get it done, so I'm putting $10 on the Twinkies as well. Seems to be moving in the right direction. Um, seems to be getting worse for the Twins, a little bit better, better for the Mariners. 
This is not a game I had circled that I wanted to bet because, God, it looks close. <laughs> you know, early season projections being what they are. So I I'm leaning the Twins with you, but I'm not going to bet this one. We should probably right. take a little break. Uh, yeah, no, I got one more. I'm oh, going to, okay. I'll save for after the break. I was going to okay. say, I'm going to say, I'm save. I've got one more bet. I'll save that after the break. Let's talk about DJ gear because baseball season is back and you could refresh your style. We, we talked about the, the rebuild of the twins, the quick rebuild. You can rebuild your style with DJ gear. We do have baseball gear. In fact, my favorite shirt is the near elites. McGill went out and pitched a gem yesterday for the Mets. And now it's Max Scherzer's turn. Let's see if uh, he can be near elite. We know a lot of nearly pitchers that left the Mets. Zach Wheeler, he's another one. We'll see him this season for the Phillies. Mats, he's gone. Syndergaard, he's gone. They're all near elite, and you can be near elite too. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Click on the little DJ shop icon. Buy our gear. Keep the lights on around here and go full DJ. All right, what is your mysterious last play? I was about to say, I teased. I teased the last one. Uh, Miami and San Francisco. Uh, Giants had a, had a surprise season last year, looking to see if they can build off of that success. I think we're all in agreement there's going to be some regression. I don't think they're a 107-win fucking ball club <laughs> this year. But I don't think they completely fall apart. As for Miami, God, there's just so much to say about this team. Uh, young pitching, lots of it. In fact, they've got so much young pitching that they trade their young pitching to get draft picks to, wait for it, draft more young pitching. That's, that's, the, that's Miami's fucking MO because offense is not their fucking key. Apparently, they were dreadful offensively last year. Now, they made some minor changes this year. But apparently they wouldn't open up the fucking pocketbook or the fucking wallet or whatever it was because Derek Jeter's like, peace, I'm out of here. You're not spending money like you said you're going to. I think this team is going to be mediocre at best. Uh, looking at this pitching matchup, though, it's no surprise. Fucking solid. Zandy Alcantara. We, we've heard that name on this show numerous, numerous times in the past. Uh, he's going to be on the, a bump for the fish. Uh, Logan Webb gets a start for the Giants. Love Logan Webb. Hell of a, hell, hell of a pitcher here. Uh just looking at these two teams, I think San Francisco is the more complete team. I, they're at home. I think they get the better of the Marlins relief pitching, even if they can't get to Alcantara. So $10 bet on the Giants. The fish are so frustrating because we identified their strengths and their weaknesses last year. Well, basically one of the best starting rotations in all of baseball, young live arms, and they give them no run support. And just like Max mentioned, they didn't do anything to help them out here this year either. I love Alcantara, but I really love Logan Webb. You guys remember how good he was in the second half of the season and the playoffs last year. San Francisco's pretty much dubbed them their ace, their uh, future long arm. Uh, I like San Francisco at home. Minus 145 isn't too bad. So 10 bucks. For me on those 49ers very good uh not a play i was on here but i'm leaning the giants with you i think you're probably on the right side um i just i don't know if i built in a little too much regression for the giants we'll see i think that was yeah. it for me that was my last one i got two more let's take a look at oakland going to philadelphia oakland got rid of everybody except one guy frankie montas is still on the on the team He'll pitch today going against that completely revamped Philadelphia Phillies. I love what the Phillies did. Now, granted, the rotation isn't great. Aaron Nola is slightly above average. He's hittable, but I don't think these Oakland A's can hit him. This is a very G League type lineup that the Athletics are going to throw out there. I think the Phillies get it done. Uh, because of the line, I'm going to dump 20 bucks on the Phillies. 
Oh man, yeah, that that is that is some chalk to eat on fucking Philadelphia, that's for sure. Um, hard to disagree with you. I I, I have the implied probability of of them doing this. Um, we're getting close. What, what's the line that you have here? I had minus one ninety three. Uh, minus one seventy five. Yeah. The best we can that's, do. You, you give it, oh, but one seventy five yeah. is the best. Um, yeah, I I think at minus one seventy five. That's that's kind of my comfort zone ceiling. I saw this rising up. I think I think I think it's on your listen. The the, the money is hammering Philadelphia. That line is getting worse. The the books seem to be reacting to it. So I think you're on the right side here. It's just a tad bit too much shock. I still have trust issues with that Philly uh, fucking rotation. So uh, a lean on the Phillies. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm going to lean the Phillies, but this is not really a game I had circled as uh, something I wanted to bet. All right, one more game for me. Talk about eating more chalk. Max going to rip the Band-Aid off. You guys know how much I love Max Scherzer. He tweaked his hammy a little bit during spring training, but it didn't affect his arm. He was pitching like in midseason form. Washington just does not have the sticks. I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with this Mets lineup or Max Scherzer. So, uh, yeah, $10 on the Metropolitans. Did you see your boy got hit in the fucking face yesterday in the ninth inning? Which boy? Uh, who's your home run king? Peter Alonzo. Yeah, Peter Alonzo got fucking whacked right in the fucking face. Uh, popped right back up. He was he, he was ending up fine. I think he's going to be in the lineup today. That that Mets that Mets offense looked good. I mean, Robbie Cano looks in shape. He he was he was hitting the ball with the DH. It just seems like now there's a little bit more pop in that Mets lineup. We'll see if that's sustainable. Let's see if they put up some fucking runs for Mad Max here. Um, not me, the other Mad Max, my, my spirit animal here. Uh, <laughs> I, I Moral support, I, I like the Mets here, but I, I, I'll, I'll warn you on this. The, the Mets won yesterday. That was the 40th time in 53 years or whatever that they've won on opening day. Game two typically does not do as well for the Mets. So... I, I'm, I'm listen. I want I want Scherzer to go out there and throw uh, the first Mets no hitter of all of all time. I, I would love it. I would love to see it. But uh, yeah, I, I'm not banking on it. I'll lean on the Mets. Yeah, I agree with you, Sex Panther. I'm gonna have to just buck the trends and bet the Mets on the second day. Uh, minus one fifty five. I yeah, the Mets look good. Let's see if they can keep it up. Ten bucks on the nine Mets squadron. That is all I have. Arch, what are you bringing to the table? I'm looking at Texas going to Toronto. I, I see now, well, maybe. Toronto's minus 155. I think they, they, they're clearly the better team. I think they win. I think they take care of business. I've got the implied probability to cover this. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on the Blue Jays. Yeah, another team with a lot of expectations here. Um, you know, you're, you're looking at this, this Toronto uh, team as... as possibly the world series winner and, and they got to come out strong um and i do have them winning this one i, I do think they're winning one I, I was a little bit um a little bit concerned about the uh the the sharps hitting texas but may, maybe they're just trying to get a little bit of a lottery ticket here the line seems to be going in the right direction here uh more support lean on the blue jays uh, just a little bit of a wait and see for me. I do love Toronto, and I think they win. But Jose Barrios has actually been slow out of the gate the previous couple seasons. He can be hit early on. Uh, you know, Texas has got some sticks in their lineup. They added some power, uh, including uh, Marcus Simeon, who came over from the Blue Jays. So kind of a wait and see for me here. I want to see what the Rangers do, um, but uh, I'll lean the Blue Jays. All right. Last game for me, Houston, Los Angeles, round two. I'm surprised none of you are double dipping on this. Uh, weren't you both leaning angels? Yeah. 
I, I, I'm, the Angels yesterday, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take the Angels in this one. I think they get the second game. Houston won the first game. I think the Angels bounce back and get this. I see the line getting a little bit better for Los Angeles, but I'm not so worried. I think we have a little brand name recognition coming in. People saw Houston won yesterday. They know Houston. They're hitting Houston. Put my 10 bucks on the Angels, minus 117. Yeah, it's hard to argue. I liked the Angels yesterday, and and they they didn't pan out, and and probably today's the day. But you know, just look, look, looking at this, I have Houston with a slight edge here, very slightest of edges. Uh, I'll lean the Astros. Yeah, I just I didn't really know what to make of the the pitching rotation here, the the lineup, um, and Otani going hitless yesterday, so he'll probably he'll probably get on base or go yard. I, I'll lean the Angels. Just didn't really give this game much of a look. Gotcha. All right, that's it for baseball. Let's head over to NBA. Oh, we're still doing that? Atlanta, Miami. Uh, Miami pretty much has the top seed locked up. Pretty much, we'll say. With two games left, two-game lead over the Bucks. It's hard to see the Heat not getting it. Uh, however, Atlanta's also fighting for seeding right now, too. So don't expect this to be an easy matchup for the Heat. Uh, Miami has won five games in a row, have improved to 28 and 12 uh, at home this season. Atlanta, they've won four or five games, but uh, playing on the road, still a bit of a problem for this team. Uh, Trey Young coming off of a 30 point, 11 assist game uh, in a win over the Wizards. Sex Panther, would you want to guess what Trey Young has been averaging the last 10 games? Uh, I'll just throw a wild guess out there. 35. 30 points and 11 assists. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That is uh, like it's unbelievable. Like he's he's on this this, this great like this, teams got to be afraid of fucking Trey Young. This is this is playoff Trey Young from last year. Teams better be fucking watching out for him. And I think Miami's got to watch out too. So I'm looking at my numbers. Yeah, I have Miami winning, but I I I, I don't know. I I, I think Atlanta's going to come out swinging. They've got a chance here. Ten dollar money line bet on the Hawks. Yeah, I'm a little confused on. I got to dive in deeper on the standings and everything because what I have seen and what I've read is the Bucks are competing for the two seed and the Heat already have the Z that they've locked up the one seed. So um, I, I need to dive in a little deeper because if they've locked up that one seed, I can see Butler and Adebayo and some guys not playing tonight. Um, this wasn't a game I'm on, but Atlanta is playing for something. So I think I'd lean the Hawks here. I'm going to grab a piece of the Hawks. I I don't like much in the NBA today, but this is definitely one I like. Uh, Hawks opening the plus line. They're minus one now. So I'm going to, yeah, I'll jump on it. Uh, Atlanta minus one for 10 bucks. Did not see that one coming, but uh, Vegas agrees. Uh, next one, last one up for me, Charlotte and Chicago. Neither team playing great basketball lately. Bulls have lost three in a row, but look at their competition in that, and it's been tough. They're playing the, the elite in the East. That said, it does not bode well for them heading into the playoffs where they could match up with Miami, Boston, or Milwaukee. Uh, Hornets, they've lost three of five. Uh, they got wins over the Magic and the Knicks. Yeah, not great. You know, yeah. You beat the Magic and the Knicks. Uh, but I kind of like them to get another win today. Uh, they're playing in the back-to-back. I actually think instead of being tired, they have a bit momentum. They had a solid shooting game yesterday. I think they can ride that into today. Had a near triple-double by LaMelo Ball. Uh, so I, I know it's another flyer here, or maybe I'm a, I'm fading a struggling Bulls team that seems to be missing their ball. Uh, so $10 money line bet on the Hornets. Yeah, two teams just going the wrong direction. I, I really didn't even give this game much of a look. It's so easy to fade the Bulls right now. I just can't believe Lonzo Ball was that big of a difference maker. And I'm going to kind of blame the coach where you just 
you never made it whatever adjustments needed to be made it i i don't like the bulls prospects of you know going to these playoffs against one of the top three four seeds um so this, look, I'm probably leaning the Hornets here, but this isn't a game I'm on either. Yeah, I'm leaning the Hornets too. I really, I, nothing about this game jumped out at me as something I wanted a piece of. All right, those are my two NBA games. I've got two. Let's take a look at the Milwaukee Bucks going to the Detroit Pistons. The Bucks, like I mentioned, do have something to play for. They are fighting for seeding, and Detroit, well, they're not fighting for anything, and they've got some guys on the IL, and they've kind of. They've been competitive, but against a Bucks team that's trying, I don't know that six points really is enough. So uh, I like Milwaukee here to take care of the six points and win. Um, I'll put ten bucks on Milwaukee. It's, it, I mean, it's interesting. They're playing in the back-to-back, right? Uh, so they had the big win over Boston yesterday. Um, well, I won't say big win, a, a win over Boston yesterday. It was, it was a Boston was competitive even without uh, Tatum out there. Uh, Marcus Smart had a hell of a game. Uh, kept kept that thing close. But you know, so they're playing in the back-to-back. You you wonder if they're going to try to push Giannis because. Uh, I look at it this way. Remember, I made the joke on the show yesterday that Boston should lose that game because you, you, they, I don't want them going to Toronto <laughs> in the first round. Or, uh, no, you know, I, you know, I don't want them going to Toronto in the first round, and I don't want them just stumbling upon the Brooklyn Nets in the first round either. And I think the Bucks are in a similar situation. I honestly think the three-four seed is your safest spot right now in the East to avoid having to play Atlanta or Brooklyn in the first round, or having to go to Toronto with uncertainty over vaccinations and shit like that. And Toronto's just a dangerous team in general. So, um, I think the value's on the Pistons here. I almost, I almost money line the Pistons here. I, I got a feeling that there's going to be some shenanigans later on in the day. Maybe Giannis sits or something like that. I, I don't know. I, I'm leaning Detroit. Yeah, there has to be some shenanigans. If this game opened up at ten, and now it's Bucks minus five, there's got to be some shenanigans floating out there. So, yeah, I'll lean the Pistons just based on the the line movement. Uh, I think I might have leaned the Pistons had I had that knowledge. <laughs> uh, one more game for me. Phoenix going to Utah. Phoenix did what we thought they were going to do last game out and sat basically their entire starting lineup. The expectation is they will not do that in this game, as apparently the Suns are out for a quest to have the uh, best season ever, best season, regular season ever in Phoenix Suns history. So they want this win so that they can – rest on Sunday before the playoffs start. Uh, Booker, Chris Paul, Aiden, everybody's expected to play. So I'm actually going to money line the Phoenix Suns at plus 130 and put 10 bucks on Phoenix. Kind of dumb, right? You're going to push Chris Paul out there? Like, I'm, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 like, I bubble wrap that motherfucker. How important is he to the fucking success of this team winning a championship? Maybe not much because he hasn't had a lot of playoff success. But, you know, he's, he's been on, what, four franchises that have had their, the most amount of wins that a franchise has ever had or 60-plus wins or something like that. So uh, I, I kind of like Utah on this one. I got Utah winning it. I think Utah is probably the play, but I can't trust them. Uh, again, I, I keep going to that Donovan Mitchell fucking uh, Frenchman uh, spat that's going on there. I think Utah's in some trouble here. But, yeah, I'll lean the Jazz. I'll lean the Suns with you. I, yeah, I'm just not a game I'm really interested in betting. But, man when has it ever gone well to push your team in the regular season? When has it ever gone well in the playoffs? I mean, Belichick admitted they probably should have rested when they were on the undefeated season. Uh, man, so yeah, I'll lean the Suns here, and maybe we'll be looking to fade them come the playoffs when they have no legs. Well, maybe. I, I don't know that as much push them as they didn't want them to have three straight games of not playing and have all that time off. I, I'm a big believer in rhythm and keeping them 
uh, engaged. So uh, it, every expectation is they won't play on Sunday. But uh, that's all I've got for the association. That's all I have, too. I, I did not like anything except for that one play, the Hawks. So we'll just go 1-0 today. Sounds good. Hockey, what do we got? Running a bit long. I'll, I'll be brief on this one. I'm going to take the Minnesota Wild here, which is funny because y- you know who's playing fucking good hockey right now, Arch. Winners of their last four or five putting up some gaudy fucking offensive numbers is the goddamn St. Louis Blues. Here we go. Ah, oh, motherfuckers. Ah. That's it. There, you know. But listen, I, I I like Minnesota here. I like the line movement. I think Vegas is agreeing with me here. $10 bet on the Wild. Not a game I was on. I kind of been fading the Wild and definitely been fading the Blues. At this point with hockey, much like the NBA, I'm kind of waiting for the playoffs to arrive. Uh, I'll lean St. Louis here, but not a game I'm on. Yeah, I can see some value on Minnesota. Let's do it. St. Louis will St. Louis all over themselves. So what are you on in the NHL, Panther? I've got two games. Going to take a look at Boston going to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is in a little bit of a free fall here. They lost three in a row, giving up a ton of goals. That's really not a thing you want to do against a Bruins team who tends to get hot the closer we get to playoff season. With a plus line and the way Tampa's playing, I like the Bruins here. So 10 bucks on Boston. Oh, man. You know, I, I, I looked at this one, too, because, yeah, I, I, I like Boston, but I kind of kind of get worried about what, what's happening with this line and, and the money and everything here. I have Boston winning. I got freaked out with, with, with when money's coming in and some of the line movement here. So moral support lean on the Bruins. Yeah. Plus 145. I think that's some, a pretty good. Uh, I'm not a lottery ticket, but some pretty good value. I, I like that play. Cool, cool. One more game. We're going to take, uh, you know, there's some guy popped in on the book club and was talking about trappish overtones uh, for this morning. <laughs> look, you know, I can't turn down a goddamn trap. So we're going to look at the Colorado Avalanche who've been red hot. I mean, they're smoking. They're ready for the playoffs going to Winnipeg. Take on a, you know, Jets team. It's not really all that good. Uh, maybe Vegas agrees with you, Max. I don't know. But if I can catch Colorado anything under minus 200 it's almost a value play so at minus 180 maybe arch can find me better i'll jump on the abs here for 10 bucks i have them winning about 60 percent of the time so i mean from an implied probability standpoint uh it's um it's still a little too low for me anyway even if i didn't see like i mean this is weird the fucking line just like plummeted in this fucking game and it's like single digit money on the fucking jets i something's fucking weird about this one i hope you're right buddy uh moral support lean with the avalanche yeah i mean it's hard to argue colorado should beat winnipeg but jesus like max is not lying everyone's on colorado and it's the line keeps dropping so i don't know man this is smells smells to high heavens stinks everything stinks i'm done you're done what do we talk about today we talked about movies that we like baseball movies um max said eight men out that was that was a really good one if you get a chance to catch it you should definitely catch that it's uh for you kids it's got yondo in it right from guardians of the galaxy we talked about basketball (laughs) baseball and hockey max that's it we also got Christopher Lloyd. Nice little, they don't know uh, Christopher Lloyd is. Probably, probably, he, he's, he's, he's Rick from Rick and Morty. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> download the DJs Android or iOS. Listen to anything but our picture picks. Anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please. Highest rating, constant subscribe, download us. There we go. So, Panther, take us home or take us to a strip club so we can do a live show. God, everybody, everybody knows who Christopher Lloyd is from Back to the Future, right? Even the Millennials? What the hell? Uh, let's get out of here with the Panther Parlay. I'm the San Francisco Giants. 
the New York Metropolitans and the Phoenix Suns. With those three today, it will be your Panther Parlay. Hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter, mostly in Discord, in the book club. Get in there and shoot the shit with us. We will shoot it right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today when it's all said and done, kids. It's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.